Welcome to Hive Mind, the weekly podcast from the Beehive about the latest and greatest in pop culture. And sometimes the worst. Yeah. Actually, usually the worst. Uh, we need to talk today mm-hmm. because a trailer dropped and I haven't watched it yet. I kind of wanted to watch it with you in studio and get your reaction. What trailer? Are you ready? Yeah. Hold on. Someone tweeted it at me and I really should have been prepared prior to recording here. Is it the Downton Abbey trailer? Because not I've already Downton, watched that one a hundred times. It is not the Downton Abbey trailer. Are I, you... I, look, all cards on the table. Hmm? Downton Abbey, the movie. Mm-hmm. Your expectation is... Um, it. My expectations could not be higher, and I know the movie will exceed them. So I lied. It's not a trailer. It's actually an eight-minute film. I'm not watching that with you. No. <laughs> what is it? It's Jurassic World continued. No. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. The eight-minute short film Battle at Big Rock debuted Monday morning, helmed by Jurassic World director Colin <laughs> Trevorrow. Trevorrow. His name's Colin Trevorrow. Trevorrow, okay. The film starts in the book here. It takes place in the events of last year's Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and before the third installment of the trilogy which is set to start filming next year. They haven't even started filming. <laughs> well, based on how the last one went, I think they must have like done film and post-production like within a week. Yeah. So yeah. it'll probably be released next July. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. That really... Anyway, the short film is available for those who just cannot wait for the third film in the trilogy. <laughs> you and I. <laughs> Chomping at the bit. I'll for... probably watch it with a glass of wine. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I won't have a glass of wine, I'm but sorry. I'll watch it. Okay. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it would come in handy. Anyway, what have you been watching? Two things I want to talk about. One is, did you watch the, have you seen the clip of, is it James Corden? Mm-hmm. I always forget his Talking name. Talking about fat. About fat shaming? I have seen it. Okay, so Bill Maher, who is... A garbage human. Do people still watch his what, show? Who is he for? I, I don't, don't understand who he's like even for. For, if I feel like it's for baby boomers, but like liberal who, baby boomers? liberal baby boomers who but are like that weird kind of liberal where they're like like liberal on paper, but they're actually like old and curmudgeony. It's it's li- it's liberal people who hate PC culture, which is a thing that I don't understand how it exists. But I, yeah, I guess, and, but I, I mean, we, we like rail on woke Twitter all the time. You yeah. And I. Maybe we are Bill Maher people. <laughs> Maybe we are Bill. No, because Bill Maher, he's one of these people who's like, I'm sorry, I just say it like it is. And it's like, no, you don't say it like it is. You're just being an asshole so that people will watch your show. You're just trying to get ratings. I'm sorry. Maybe we can bleep out my bad language on this. <laughs> just, I just, I think Bill Maher is a disgrace. I, well, I think he's a shock jock in the yes. way that like Ann Coulter is, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's, and so I just, I really dislike him. And so last week, apparently he, on his show, talked about fat shaming and how we need to start bringing, like doing more fat shaming, not less, because fat people shouldn't be fat anymore. And he was just, you know himself about it yeah and then james corden did this segment where he responded to it and i watched it and found it very moving mm-hmm. i thought it was really well spoken and he did a thing that i wish that we were better at generally where he responded to the argument without without calling bill maher a garbage person mm-hmm. <laughs> but he was like he just he was like very respectful in his response and i think it made it a lot more impactful yeah. And he just essentially, the tone of his message was, 
if fat shaming worked, there wouldn't be fat kids in school because all fat kids are getting bullied about being fat all the time. That doesn't work. Yes, we understand that it would be healthier for us to lose weight. I you know, personally understand that, yada, yada, yada. But shaming me over it, it does not lead to a positive result. Like encouraging the people around you and being like a positive influence in people's lives, that's what makes a difference in people, you know, yada, yada, yada. I think that you should go check it out. Uh, I, I really, really just very much enjoyed it. Do you watch his show? Never. No, me neither. Never. And like Carpool Karaoke, I'll watch it and I'll be like, is this funny? I can't tell. I can never tell if it's funny. What is the show? I don't know. And also, I've heard that he's maybe not the nicest person, but the segment is very The segment, sound, I don't know anything about him. I don't watch his show. The standalone segment was Let very well spoken. Let the art speak for itself. Let the art speak for itself. Okay, speaking of art and what might not be art, I went this weekend and saw It Part 2. Oh, right. Tell me about it. So I fell asleep for a while. Is it scary? No. Really? Are you no. easily scared? I'm moderately scared. Okay. Uh, this was. This is not a scary film. Okay. Uh, is it intended to be a scary? Yes. Film? Okay. And it's just not. And okay. I think a lot of it is because it just relies, it relies almost exclusively on CGI mm. for its presentation. And is so, the clown CGI? Yeah, the clown is. I mean, it's a person, but he's doing all kinds of crazy things that they have to use CGI for. Like he's got big chompy teeth, and he oh, okay. turns into other stuff, and he grows really big and shrinks down really small. Mm. I mean, it's just like Alice whole, in Wonderland. It kind of, it, it, you know what? Honestly, it feels like the Alice in Alice in Wonderland uh, live action. Oh, okay. It Which feels, I never saw, but it feels like that. Just kind of like this Tim Burtony goofiness. Sure. And. That is a very strange thing if you're familiar with the 80s version, the Tim Curry version, because the Tim Curry version from the 80s, you can make fun of it for a lot of reasons, but it was creepy. Like, you, the, the set was creepy. They make the town feel like heaviness. Mm -hmm. And uh, Tim Curry himself, like, every time he's on screen, you just, like, get, like, the willies. It is, like, a very, very, like, almost serial killer sociopath okay. but with like a true like satanic evil presence yeah. and this newer thing is just like okay i just saw like a clown rip a child's arm off i don't care like it, it just it didn't scare me it was just like this is just kind of gross yeah and um so i don't love that bill Hader is in it and he is actually really good in it have you seen bill Hader on the press tour for this mm-hmm Someone did a compilation of his board faces during the press junket, and okay. dude, it's checked out. Really, <laughs> this press junket. I, I have no idea if he liked being in the film, but yeah. he's good in it, and good. I think he's the best part of the film. Um, Jessica the, Chastain. Yeah, I was just going to say I couldn't remember her name. Who was in the help? Yeah, that's that's what I recognize Zero her Dark from. Thirty. She was good in it too, um, but I don't know. It was if you liked the part one. Then you'll like part two. I think it was consistent with part one. I thought it was a little better than part one only because I hate child actors. And part one is like they're them as children and part two is them as adults. So at least didn't have to stomach them as children anymore. Um, it's it, So I don't know. If you liked part one, go see part two. If you hated part one, part two will be a waste of your time. Okay. Okay. And that's and all I got. That's all you got. Um, I haven't been watching anything other than what we've already discussed. Okay. Love Island, mm -hmm. Succession, 
Succession, can I, I want to say something about Succession. I really like it still. Yeah. I don't, my favorite part of Succession, my favorite character in Succession has always been the general counsel woman. Jerry. I, Jerry. I think she's super fascinating and I don't love what they're doing with her character this season. It's mm. kind of gross. It's kind of gross and weird, but it's very fitting of Roman. Yeah, but it's not fitting of her, so I just don't like it. Anyway. That's fair. Um, I'm really enjoying it, especially this last episode, because I've actually been to events like the one they went to, mm-hmm. and they like completely nail it. Like They are ridiculous. Everyone wears stupid vests. Uh-huh. You get a free water bottle and a lanyard. Like It's just... And uh-huh. it's a waste of corporate event. Everybody's time. Yeah, so, it's so funny that you brought this up and that that was the episode. Because last night I watched the episode of The Office where they go to like the big corporate picnic and they're all the different branches are wearing di- yeah. their colored T-shirt or whatever. And Michael and Holly get up and do like the history of Dunder Mifflin yeah, yeah, sketch yeah. or whatever. And I was like, I have been to these corporate yeah. events. And they are terrible. And everybody kind of looks like they're half enjoying themselves. But you wonder if if it's all just fake. Like they're everybody's kind of forced to be there. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I also, for the first time, noticed the cryon at the beginning. You know, during the succession. Yeah. Um, there's they have like a shot of ATN, the news network that they run, right. and it says gender fluid immigrants flooding the country. <laughs> <laughs> It's supposed to be a Fox News <laughs> yeah. parody. Yeah. Anyway, awesome. So that <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise, Love Island, like I'm just, oh, great bit of baking show. I haven't had time for much else, but I do want to talk about this podcast that is incredible. It's called Who Weekly. Okay, you've mentioned this to me yeah. before. Yeah. Bobby Finger and Lindsay Weber are the hosts. And the premise of the podcast is they talk... <laughs> Is a podcast to explain the celebrities you don't really know who they are. Like, you vaguely know who they are, so that's why they're who's. There's okay. who's and them's. So, like, Lizzo has recently transformed from a who to a them. Oh. Um, and I want to thank them, both Bobby and Lindsay, for being the ahead of the curve last week on something that has now taken over Twitter. Um, it is an interview with Kiki Palmer okay. that Vanity Fair did. I did not know who Kiki Palmer was. From my understanding is she was a t- child star. Uh, I think after my time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do this Vanity Fair video with her where they hook her up to a lie detector test and ask her a bunch of questions. Um, and they ask her about Dick Cheney. Okay. And she essentially says, I don't know who Dick Cheney is. Oh, no. If I saw this man walking down the street, I would not know who he is. And then she touches the picture and she says, sorry to this man, which is... <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Like, she does not need to know who Dick Cheney is in her life. Huh. And she, the way she ends it by saying sorry to this man, like, I'm sorry, Dick Cheney, I don't have time oh, for you. I Okay, so everybody's been posting just the part, yeah. I am sorry to this man, I do not know. Or she says, Sorry to this man. If I saw him walking down the, the street, street, I, I would, would not, not know. know who so he is. So people are posting that video and like... Me when my boss asks yeah. me what I what why I didn't help in that meeting yeah. or whatever like people are doing all these things and then it's the clip of like I would not know him <laughs> I would not know him if I saw him walking down the street sorry to this it's man it's amazing it is really funny it's so funny she's okay. so funny like I'm her new biggest fan <laughs> from that one video and I I don't I don't think she's a dumb person yeah like I just think that her life has been a little different than mine she's younger than mine she doesn't really there's not been a reason for her to know who Dick Cheney is and the attitude of like 
I'm really sorry to this guy. I just don't, I haven't had time to learn who he is. Interesting. So, sorry to this man. Sorry is my to new this man. favorite thing. <laughs> I'm glad you gave me that context because I didn't know what that video was, yeah. but I thought it was hilarious. So funny. Yeah. Um, she's in Hustlers. Can't wait to see Hustlers. What's I'm that? S- Hustlers with J Lo. Um, uh, blah, 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 crazy Rich Asians. What's her name? Anyway, it Constance Wu, okay. uh, Lizzo, and Cardi B. Um, it's uh, some strippers who become part of a heist. Okay. Has that movie know. not been made? You know what? Sometimes I wonder what world you're in that you haven't heard of Hustlers. I don't know. It's like taking over the world right now. Well, now that I, now that I don't have cable, I don't see previews for movies anymore. Were you seeing them on cable? Well, yes, Meg. I, they, do you not remember what it was like having TV? You just, they were commercials, and then they would do previews to movies, and then it'd be like a McDonald's commercial, and then another preview to a movie. Yeah, okay. Uh, We're here today to talk about our top five favorite Disney animated animated features. So, Operation Double Drop is out. Yeah. It's not animated. Not animated. You you go first. Okay. Well, okay, so I kind of struggled here, because there's like... Movies that are actually good, and then movies that like take me back to 1992. Yes, right. So I had I struggled with because I started to put movies on my list that I was like, I know this movie is not as good as, say, The Lion King, which is a masterpiece, but like I want to watch this a lot more than I want to watch Lion King. So my list is my top five favorite film Disney animated uh, features to watch. Okay. I guess, yeah. Mine is, if this is on, I'm enjoying it. Yes. Um, I'm let's, let's rotate. I'll go first. Number one for me was Aladdin. Oh, you're going to go in that order? I, I like wanted to build up to my number one drop. Well, that's not number one. It's first on my list. Oh, okay. I, I didn't not rank them, them. Oh, I ranked mine. You ranked So I'm going to give you a ranked list when I do mine. Whoa, okay. So these are just my five favorites. Okay. Aladdin. Um, okay. I think that Aladdin is entertaining beginning to end even in the midst of like the climax the major conflict which i feel like is where a lot of disney movies fall apart like they just kind of get boring when like the villain starts being really villainy and i feel like it's good all the way through the music slaps hot take i don't think aladdin would have been popular or fun to watch if not for robin williams 100%. Yes. Robin Williams is the reason why that's a good film. And Robin Williams is in it through the entire thing, and he's good the whole time. How much of what we saw of Robin Williams in that do you think was actually scripted? 25%? Yeah. (laughs) You think they just, like, let him go and they're like, we'll animate whatever you do do that's appropriate for children? Yeah. I've heard that 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 was what the filming of Mrs. Doubtfire was like as oh, well. Oh, really? Was just a lot of, like, just let him go, you know. I mean, I guess that's why you cast Robin Williams. Right. I, it's a waste to try and script him. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And he, I mean, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. The voice performance from Robin Williams in that movie is yeah. incredible. Robin Williams gone too soon. You know what? Robin Williams dying was a really hard thing for me. It was it was one of the few celebrity deaths that I actually mourned over. And I wonder if it's because of Aladdin. Hmm. Because he came into my consciousness with Aladdin when I was, what, like six? Hmm. I don't know. And all yeah. of a sudden, like, Robin Williams was this institution in my life. And then hmm. Mrs. Doubtfire. And mm-hmm. I, was, I was very upset. 
I just love him. I love yeah. I loved who he was as a person. Sweetest, nicest. Yeah, I think he did good for the world, and it yeah. just made me so sad when he died. Me too. Oh. On that note, <laughs> hit me. Okay, my number five on my okay. list because I'm All going right. to say is uh, the Lion King. Okay, which I think that probably you could make an argument the Lion King is the best film that Disney has ever produced. Do you think you could make that argument? Yeah. I mean what what competes with it? Do you wanna, Beauty and the Beast. Can I hit you with some yeah. some inside info? Yeah. Uh a lot of people working on the Lion King were like mad that they were on the Lion King and not Pocahontas. Everybody thought Pocahontas was gonna be like the prestige Disney oh. animated finally win that Oscar. Interesting. Yeah, and Pocahontas sucks. Yeah. And the Lion King is so much better. Yeah, it is so much better. I have my one complaint about Lion King is I can do without the entire sequence from the time he meets Timon and Pumbaa until he gets back, like until the climax. Basically. Really, you don't like I that? I just don't like Timon and Pumbaa. I I never found them like funny or fun as a child. I just thought they were just like the the gross like deadbeat uncles that I just didn't relate to. Okay. I don't like them at all. But the whole sequence from the beginning up until he meets them is like phenomenal. Phenomenal animation. It's good writing. What about the afterward? music is incredible. And then I like the climax. I think it's okay. really good. I, I I like the way that they um portray uh Scar and his downfall. Yes. I think it's a fun it's it's a it was a well executed movie. I think Jeremy Irons um vocal performance is really incredible. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think his is the standout from that movie. Okay. Also, the hyenas are really good. Yeah, like Whoopi. Whoopi's and, in it, and yeah. you know, I'm a stand for Whoopi. I Whoopi's think Whoopi, great. Whoopi should be in everything. What has Whoopi ever been in where you've been like, wish Whoopi wasn't in that? I also, I don't know, something came over me, and I was watching a clip from The View the other day, which like, I, mm-hmm. why am I doing that? How is The View still on? I don't know, but mm. like, it's pretty much like Meghan McCain's hot take show now. But anyway, Whoopi was like. <laughs> Whoopi was good at just being like centered and making jokes to like bring it back, you know. I'm like, good for you, Whoopi. I I hope you're getting big checks for this. I love her. Um, Okay, Jungle Book. Jungle Book is not one that I can do. Why do you like it so much? Love. I think I love the music in Jungle Book Uh the most. Um, I think that Bare Necessities is amazing. I want to be like you. Bare Necessities is a banger. I Want to Be Like You mm-hmm. is maybe the best song to ever come out of the Disney canon. Hmm. Um, and I like the, like, old school, like, yeah. all of those voice actors that did all of the movies. Baloo was, like, 19 other bears and 19 yeah. other Disney movies. Yeah. I think it's really funny. Um, I think that the jokes are more tailored for adults than kids. And it's it's one of the first ones I saw. The Snake is a Good Time. Snake is a good time. Everyone tells me I have a Mowgli smile because mm. I smile crooked. Oh. And like, that's just kind of always been part of. Okay. I don't know. I really enjoy the Jungle Book beginning to end. I think it's a little slower. Okay. Um, my kids have a harder time paying attention to Jungle Book than they do to Frozen, but I think that it's a good Sunday afternoon movie. Okay. What about you? My number four. Yeah. On Eli's Countdown. Yes. Is Beauty and the Beast. Whoa. I know. Whoa. I know. And you know what? The live action kind of ruined it for me because yeah. I went That's and saw That's how I feel about that. Lion King, too. Really? Yeah. So I went and saw the live action, and Skylar and I, like 10 minutes into it, all of a sudden I was like, oh, this is just a remake. Yeah. 
but with people. Why are they doing this? Like, those? I thought it was going to be, like, really different. And I was like, oh, it'll be fun to, like, see a different take on the same story. No. No. It's like a shot-for-shot shot remake. And then they add stuff. It's yeah, like, come and so it was on. longer. And so I felt trapped yeah. in that movie. And so I honestly don't know if I'm ever going to be able to watch Beauty and the Beast again. That said... I think the music is really good in it. You're right. It's, it's good. A, it's a beautiful film. and The animation is really, really beautiful. I know that Belle is kind of a little, you don't like Belle because she's a pretentious little brat who doesn't know how to like just get along with the townspeople. Right. She thinks she's so much better than everybody because she reads books. I don't love that she falls in love with the guy who is like holding her captive. No, not, good, not a great look. Not a great look. Uh, I I am not like endorsing the story of Beauty and the Beast. That's, I just think it's a good film. This is it's well uh, executed. One of Oh, can I just go with my next one? Yeah. Little Mermaid is on my list. Ugh, I can't do it. And I wrestled. Yeah. You know, because it's not great. Because the true protagonist of the Little Mermaid is Ursula. Ursula. <laughs> Ursula is my queen. <laughs> I Ursula like, is in like a startup founder, you know, is, like she hustles. Yeah. She, body she, positivity. She's a, she's a lawyer. Best voice in the movie. Or she's got a good legal team. She's got she a great legal team. Ironclad. Ironclad contract. The whole like, I'm going to give up my voice for a man. Not yeah. a great look, but I, it's, it's a good movie. And King Triton is awful. Oh, awful father. But I do identify a lot with him when he like loses his mind that his 15 year old daughter has fallen in love with a man that would conceivably eat her given the opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's it's, anyway to go back to like what what is can we condone the message? I don't know. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah, whatever. What's your next one? Okay. Um, My number three on my list is Frozen. What? I know. What? I know. I know. <laughs> These are some. I know. These are some I su- and hot takes coming right? over. <laughs> I surprised myself by okay. liking Frozen because Frozen it did not come out when I was a child. And I generally don't like animated films. Like you I don't go to You just saw your first Pixar like a week ago. I know. And I just normally I don't like them. I hate Olaf so much in yeah. Frozen. There, Josh I should, Gad, right? Yes, and he's. Ugh. I should hate Frozen. I should hate it. Yeah. Most of the music in it, I don't like it. Although it's all Broadway. Let it go, banger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is truly one of the best songs of all time. Yeah. I so I went and saw this with a friend, and uh, okay, so I think this is why I like it so much. I went and saw it with a friend just after it came out. He was like, "Let's go see it." It's like the new Disney thing. I was like, "Nah," but I ended up going. Yeah. And I, this was right at the time when I was like coming out to my friends and family, and I saw this movie as like this incredible depiction sure. of a coming out experience. Yeah, you're holding on to something that's keeping you back. Well, she was told by her family, like, don't let it, don't, you know, hide this thing. And so then she's like, shut up, shut in her whole life. And then finally it comes out and she's just like, whatever, I'm going to let this out. And then she engages in self-destructive behavior for a while by going up to the mountain and building her castle. Is that what you did? No, I didn't. But it's a lot. Well, I mean. Did you build a castle? We all do. We all build our our ice castle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, but I've like seen sort of the story play out. And then ultimately she realizes like that she can express her power you know whatever it is while also living in harmony with the people around her and i just i thought it was like a really beautiful story i loved let it go i think it's a great song 
I just think it's a really good film, and I know I shouldn't like it, but I just do, and I am not embarrassed to admit it. No, I feel like a jerk. I have an insider um, inside info on this movie. Okay. You gave me some inside info. I'm going to give you some inside info. I have a friend who was working for Disney in marketing during the time that this was being created in production. Yeah. And he had several friends on the animation team of this movie who the whole animation team thought that this movie was going to be a massive flop. Yeah. And uh, they were apparently like rushing it through production. Disney had not put aside a very large budget to promote it because they thought the movie was going to be terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they put it out and then kids ate it up. And so after the fact, Disney hurry and like funneled all of this money and whatever for marketing and creating like little toys and stuff because it was such a huge film. So Disney was surprised by it. I, I thought that was fascinating. Maybe, that is fascinating. Maybe Disney is just really bad at knowing what's going to land. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The kids are hard to read, right? Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the troll part? I, I don't like Olaf. I don't like the trolls. I just like Elsa and Anna and their story. I just wish it was about Elsa and Anna. Like, mm-hmm. why is the the reindeer guy even in it? I don't know. Why are any of the dudes in it? Frankly, yeah. You know what? It was nice to have a, it was nice to have a princess movie that wasn't about Elsa like finding a, herself a man. Absolutely. I remember some blogger lady when it came out. She was like, "This is about lesbianism." Yeah. And everyone was like, "Okay." Yeah. So. Great. Yeah. Glad they have a story now. <laughs> Great. We get one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even over. Everybody freak out. Uh, but I did see like a lot of different interpretations. And I wonder if that was intentional. Like you could apply it to whatever it is you're holding on to mm-hmm. that you need to let go I've of. heard a lot of people talk about how it felt like the story of depression. Yeah. Yeah, I did de- too. Dealing with depression or mental health issues. Yeah, and I think just that people have stuff. Yeah. <sighs> Robin Hood. I know you. Your first crush. My first love. Your first love. I wanted to be Maid Marian. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Give me the the like veil thingy with the fox ears poking out. You Ooh, know. Yeah. Playing badminton in my backyard, uh-huh. and my like bad boy boyfriend and his little <laughs> feather hat comes over. That was my dream scenario. <laughs> I do think it's a good movie. Yeah. I think that it is really clever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the music is really fun. I think they took a classic story that's pretty dark mm-hmm. and turned it into a really entertaining movie. I think all of the characters are incredible. I think um, Little John, or not Little John, but um, King John? Mm-hmm. Prince John. Sure. Prince John. Yeah. Uh, is a really great insecure villain. I mm-hmm. think they do a good job making his insecurity apparent and a fun part of his character. And I think they created a world that I want to revisit over and over. And on, I mean, I just, uh, I'll never get over my first love. Okay. What's next on your list? I'm kind of impressed that we don't have any crossover on our list. So I know. I was a little worried. I almost sent you my list. Yeah. My number two, coming in at number two, Mulan, which okay. I could watch. Over and over yeah. and over and never gets sick of it. the Donny Osmond part. Oh my gosh, that scene when she like le- the let's get down to business scene. Mm-hmm. Find me a better five minutes in a Disney movie. Okay, so I know I was just like, why are they making these movies? The live action Mulan looks, looks cool. 
so cool. Because it also looks like they're maybe changing it. Yeah, it doesn't maybe. look like it's going to be a cut-for-cut cut remake. I don't think there's music. I don't think it's a music. Right. So I think it's going to be cool. I'm excited I about too. it. I mean, it's a really cool story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any any other? No. Why do you love it? I just, just that five minutes. I, it's a good, like, it's an inspirational film. It's a good, like, girl power film, I I think. Um, it's a fun story. Like, the fact that this person goes undercover and has to, like, keep up with the men in this, like, man society. I, I think it's just kind of a, a fun idea. It is the movie when my kids are like, we want to watch a movie. I'm like, how about Mulan? Yeah. The story of female empowerment. And there's nothing in it that's annoying. That's what a lot of these movies that we're talking about. I'm like, I like this, except this character drives me batty. There was nothing in Mulan that I found obnoxious. Yeah, the Eddie Murphy part might get a little old yeah. if you watch it a If you don't like times, Eddie Murphy, but... yeah. Who doesn't like Eddie Murphy? Yeah, he's fine. He's great. Yeah. Uh, my final pick, mm-hmm. Hercules. Wow, we didn't have a single crossover movie. I love Hercules. I've never seen it. I know, what? But let's stop. We're going to stop the podcast. We're going to watch Hercules real quick okay. and then come back and talk about it. No, you need to see Hercules. Okay. Uh, I think Hercules might be the snarkiest of all the Disney movies. Um, Is Emperor's New Groove Disney? Yes, which I also love. Why did I not put that on my list? That should be on my list somewhere. I feel, okay, here's the thing about Emperor's New Groove. It wasn't like a... Uh, you know how they had the annual releases, which were yeah, like maybe January, February. Usually? I thought they were summer. I thought they were summer releases. Emperor's anyway, New Groove was at a time whenever it wasn't it one wasn't, of the big ones. It, it was like wasn't a one-off the feature presentation from Disney for the year. Yeah, it okay. was like we made this thing. I don't know. It's not a musical either. No, so it doesn't fit the. No, but it is. It is a really great movie. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Hercules. I think first of all, it's because I love Greek mythology. I think it's very fascinating. Um, I think the way that they interpreted those big mythical personalities with the casting was really fun and smart. Danny DeVito is in it. Um, Paul Schaefer is in it. Like lots of like James Wood is Hades. Like just very uh, really fun choices. The woman in it, Meg, is has a lot of attitude, which isn't something I'd really seen in a Disney movie before. Mm. Um, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun beginning to end. Even, again, in the big climatic scenes, these titans are dumb, and the way that they're attacking people is dumb, and there's, like, jokes about it. I just I appreciate jokes all the way through because I don't actually care about the climax in an animated movie, right? Gotcha. It's going to be fine. It's a Disney movie. Everyone's going to make it through. Mm-hmm. You need to keep me entertained while I'm waiting for that resolution. Gotcha. And I think Hercules does a really good job of that. I miss, like, the old animation. Me too. I think that it is so fun. Mm-hmm. I think that you can suspend disbelief easier with animation than, like, the computer animation that's, like, going for realism. It's like, no, like, let Hercules be unrealistically, like, muscular, you know? Yeah. Like, it's funnier that way. Yeah. And I think it was one of those last, like, great animation movies. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, let... It's you can sense when like that great amount of effort is put into something, and yeah. those old animation films felt like a great amount of effort. Like they felt like an achievement, and now the these movies that are coming out now don't feel like an achievement to me. So I watched this week um, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse with my kids, mm-hmm. 
um, which is computer animated. But I was like, why does this feel different? Why do I like this so much? And I did a little bit of research, and it's because with every computer animated frame, they had artists go in and add hand-drawn things. So it still feels very artistic and unique and not like an algorithm. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting that we can sense that. Yeah, like, like the implicitly organic sense. versus mm-hmm. computer program. Yeah. Okay. Well, so and speaking of that exact topic, yes. my, coming in at my number one. And... If it's Snow White, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> Snow White. Snow White sucks. I'm wishing. <laughs> I'm wishing. Like, if my kids asked to watch Snow White, I'd be like, I can't. I'm sorry. I tried to make Skylar watch it with me a couple of years ago, and he almost murdered me. He made it, like, one minute. He was like, again. It's unbearable. (laughs) It's unbearable. No, no, no. Uh, Although it's, historically, it's interesting. But, no. Sure. um, My number one is Sleeping Beauty. Really? The reasons are manifold. Okay. Um, One is, it is the greatest villain of all time. Maleficent. Maleficent is the scariest narcissist. She's insane. And yeah. it, she is so well drawn. She is her character is so evil and sinister. But like to a point that I I like root for her a little bit. Mm, like I Ursula. I love Maleficent. I just think she's so good. And I really really liked the live action Maleficent. Uh, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. I really liked that movie. I never a lot. saw it. It's very good, um, and I think there's a number two coming out soonish. Um, I like that Aurora and Prince. What's his name? Are like almost irrelevant. The story kind of isn't really about them. It's about Maleficent and the three fairies in a battle. I do. I like the three fairies. The three fairies are a good time. Uh, I just think that they depict their their personalities really well. Um, I never care at all about the love story between Aurora and the guy, mm-hmm. Prince What's-His-Name. I don't even know what his Isn't name it is. Isn't it Prince Charming? Isn't that, like, where Prince Charming came in? Maybe. But I think Philip. I think his name is Philip. Prince okay. Philip. Maybe Prince Charming is Snow White. Anyway, but also the animation is incredible. Like, every um, every frame was, like, hand-painted. I think it took him like 11 years or yeah. something crazy to do this. Yeah. And when you watch it, you can tell it is a beautifully done film. And I, I love that old feel mm-hmm. of sort of the fairy tale story. I know fairy tale story, these old fairy tale stories are problematic for a lot of reasons. Yes, I get it. But we're not here to be woke Twitter today. We're here to just say what we like putting our eyes on. And I like putting my eyes on this movie. Um, it was my favorite all through my childhood and still my favorite Disney film. Still? Mm-hmm. Interesting. When I was a child, my favorite was Cinderella. I watched Cinderella yeah. over and over and over until yeah. I think we broke the VHS tape. Cinderella is a good time. It is good. I like Cinderella. I still like it. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's no, it's no Snow White. Oh, my gosh. Snow White. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, what they did was remarkable. But, uh-huh. oh, my gosh. <laughs> Long. Um. All right. Well. That's it. Insightful. Yeah. I feel like I know a lot more about you now. Yeah? What do you know? Frozen. The Frozen one really threw me. It threw me too when I put it on my list. I mean, I liked it when I saw it. Yeah. I wasn't mad at it. Do you hate it because I don't hate of it. your kids? I don't hate oh, it. okay. I don't think it's... It wouldn't rank in my best. A lot of parents hate Frozen because well, of their children. I mean, 
you can only hear uh let it go not not even let it go but like the snowman song do you want to build a snowman that one and also <laughs> the snowman song that he sings oh i can't why did they have to put Olaf in what's, there? What's Josh Gad's deal? I don't know. I just don't like him. Wasn't he in the Book of Mormon? Was he? Isn't that him? Oh, yeah. I think he was. And he hasn't really taken off since. I guess the fact that I know his name means he's taken off. But, like, know. what's he doing? <sighs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. Yeah. Let us know what your favorite are. Your top five favorite Disney. I would like to are. hear that from all of you. Animated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, not in this live action business. I don't like that they're doing. Mm-mm. Lady and the Tramp. They're doing Lady and the Tramp now? With dogs. With two dogs. What a sad movie. That's so sad. Do you know the saddest? Mm, Dumbo. Dumbo. I can't even. Okay, when they when I saw the preview for the live action Dumbo no. and the elephant trunk came out of the bars. Nope. I was in a movie theater and I started crying. Why did they do that? And I was like, I don't, I'm not going to go see that. I cannot see that film. I think if you get to the root of like trauma in my soul, it's yeah. that scene in Dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Where she's trying to rock her infant elephant oh, no. from behind. We get crying. Literally getting teary. Oh What's that okay. I can't do it. Anyway, let us know. Don't talk about Dumbo. You're undo Eli. But let us know what your five favorite Disney movies are, and we will see you next week.